Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough... Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere you have found your way to the fifth hour with ben maller and danny g radio as we chop away on the weekend danny every single day no days off well there will be some days off but no days off from the podcast danny as we're here hanging out kicking off the festivities this weekend yeah i can't believe that we're already smack dab in the middle of the summer and in just a few weeks, there's going to be a baby crying in the background of this podcast. That's right. We are closing in on the big day here. This is near the end of June, right? This is the uh, the big... Uh, is this the last weekend in the month of June? I don't know the math. I guess it's the next to last. I guess next weekend we go into July, right? So this is the next yeah. to last. This is the last full weekend, if my math is correct, in the month of June. So when's the big day? Is it... What are we looking at here? Late July, early August, something like that, right? When the baby's being born, I'm going to be broadcasting live with Covino and Rich from Las Vegas. Oh, you'll be you'll be leaving. That, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yes. You'll be hanging out. Why stop at Vegas? You go to go to the East Coast. Go to Atlantic City, further yeah. away. Uh huh. What the heck? Uh, why not? Anyway, on this podcast we have bingo card whale watching. And scientifical, and whatever else pops up, we'll get to that as well. But I wanted to start with this now. We you know, do different things on the Friday podcast and the Saturday podcast, get the mailbag on Sunday. But to kick off the festivities, a story that I was very surprised by with a plot twist. So, one of the perks of doing the overnight show is we don't have to deal with too many inconveniences that the normal people that work the dreaded day shift have to deal with. For example, I see my boss maybe once a year. If that, 
there have been years I've got an entire year without seeing my boss face to face. So that's a that's a good thing, right? A lot of people want to see your boss. I, I get along with my bosses, but it's better I don't see them. Um, and one of the other things is that it, doing the night show, I don't have to worry about about traffic, right? There's not no traffic. People during the day have traffic. The only time I have traffic is if there's like road work or something like that, or if there's a big accident. And so anyway, earlier this week, I hopped in the Malamobile for my standard trip in as the company has mandated that I enter the studio a few days a week. Uh, God forbid I do the show from my home studio. Uh, so I, I drive in there a few days a week, standard trip in from the Northwoods to the hard scrabble streets of Sherman Oaks, right there in the San Fernando Valley. Very wealthy neighborhood in Los Angeles. A lot of rich people live on, up on those hills, and they they come down to the the ground floor, do their shopping, and they hang out in that area. So when I drive in, it's like a steeplechase. I'm dodging speed racers. Everyone thinks they're in Fast and the Furious 743, <laughs> right? I mean, everyone's trying to, you know, it's like the Autobahn, but it's not. And then you've got vagrants. You've got people that are spaced out on drugs and so all of that stuff, all of that stuff, everything you could possibly want. If you were writing a horror movie or a biblical story that is a horror movie, it's like a modern day Sodom and Gomorrah raining down sulfur and buildings being destroyed and people and vegetation, all that stuff. Uh, I may have puffed up the story a little bit, so why was this other night different than all other nights? Why? What was different about that night? So when I turned on the GPS in the Northwoods, got in the Malmobile, turned on the GPS, my commute, it said would take about 25 minutes longer. So I thought at the time, in my head, I thought, well, I was convinced there must have been a glitch. There must be a problem here with the GPS. So what I did is I closed the app. I said, you know what? That's going to fix it. I, I'm going to pretend this didn't happen. I'm close the app. I'm going to reopen the app. And I typed in the address and uh, Shazam, as a guy would say from Philadelphia who used to call the show. Uh, this time it said uh, 30 minutes, 30 minutes longer than my normal commute. So I, I figured in my head, I said, you know, there must be an accident somewhere, but that's okay. That's all right. So I start driving. I get clear up. I get on the road. It's not going to be that bad. I, I get on the road. It's fine. Surprise, surprise, surprise. It actually got much worse. And I ended up playing a game that I don't often play. I usually only play this game. It's reserved for the daytime. I played freeway bingo. How <laughs> often? Now, Danny, you don't have a lot of options where you live to play freeway bingo. There's pretty much one freeway kind of right there. There's like one or two, right? You don't have a lot of options. Yeah, not a lot. I have an emergency backup freeway, which is the uh, eight. The one Coop takes out of Simi Valley. What is that? The 118. And that, yeah. And that wraps around an extra half hour to get to work. So that's an emergency only freeway. Yeah. So I, from the Northwoods, I am very far away. I might as well be in Guam, I think, uh, where I am in the Northwoods. So I have a lot of options. There are many highways between where I am and the Sherman Oaks compound of Fox Sports Radio. And so I got in the car and I was like, you know what? I'll just play freeway bingo and that's fine. So I ended up traversing 
most of the highways and byways between the Northwoods and Sherman Oaks, I ended up taking seven different freeways. What? Yeah, seven to get to the mothership of Fox Sports Radio. And so was there an accident? Yes, there was an accident. Was it a terrible accident? No. It was not the kind of accident that should have caused the problem. But my, by the time I got to work, the, the commute took almost, it was between 35 and 40 minutes extra. So it was almost an extra hour to, to get to the, to the studio. And so now, as Paul Harvey would say, for the rest of the story. Now, it was not until the next day then I did some research and I found out a mole gave me some information. Why did that commute on a random Sunday night into Monday morning take seven freeways and almost 40 minutes extra of drive time? Do you know what was happening, Danny G, to cause that traffic brouhaha? Uh, the Clippers had just wrapped up a championship parade. <laughs> Well, it was not a Clipper parade, but it was in many ways a parade. Very funny, Danny. Very funny. It was in many ways a parade. There was a rough patch of traffic because I was told that many of the roads were closed because of a motorcade. What kind of motorcade? It seems the vice president, Kamala Harris. Who? was visiting Southern California, and for some reason, she was out driving about when I was on my way to visit Fox Sports Radio and the vice president's motorcade. I guess they must have had a, a force field. Were they driving through an asteroid belt, Danny? I don't know. They, God forbid you drive among the commoners because you're royalty. I thought we didn't have royalty in the United States, but I don't know. Maybe we do. And so she definitely to- went on an in and out run late that night. Uh, must have must. Maybe she went to get a sandwich at fat Sal's uh, or something. I don't know, but she was definitely not inconvenienced by the great unwashed. And so that is why it took forever. It wasn't an accident. There was an accident, but that wasn't why it caused the problem. It was simply, a motorcade, which is another reason to be very happy that we do not live in Washington, D.C. Those people must be agonized all the time. In fact, we have people that listen to this podcast, Justin in D.C. We've got uh, a couple others in the D.C. area. And it must be a freaking nightmare, right? You never know because it's not only the president and the vice president. You've got a bunch of diplomats. Everyone thinks they're important in Washington. What a shit show that must be. How many police do you think were involved in that? I have no idea. I, I have no idea. I didn't actually see the motorcade. I wish I had seen the motorcade. If I had seen the motorcade, that would have made me feel better. It's like, okay, there's a presidential motorcade. Right. I remember when I was a kid, uh, I was growing up in, in Orange County, and we were surrounded by two military bases. And every once in a while, when I was a child, Air Force One would land at the El Toro Marine Base and which no longer exists. And every once in a while, my mom would take us kids out to see the Air Force One, right? So we'd 
we'd show up and it was always like a big deal, you know, and we, we couldn't get anywhere close to the airport, the runway, but we saw it from a distance. And so that was always kind of neat. But uh, I was, I was spitting mad, Danny. I was pissed off. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I've not gone to my bingo card at night in a long time, but I had to do it there. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, turning the page from that, so... I would like to pivot away. This is another story that does relate as it's story time on the fifth hour. So this one does relate to a group of very interesting characters at at Fox Sports Radio. And, and these are people, Danny, that I don't think you have to deal with because you work during the day. The nighttime security guards at, at FSR. Yeah, it's 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 craziness. And yeah, I only see parking attendants now. I don't see any security. Yeah, so we have a security guard. There's a, there's a desk right in the main building, and the guy sits there or whatever. It's changed over the years. Right now, I consider the period of time we're in right now the Goldilocks zone for the security. And here's why. So when I'm leaving in the middle of the night in L.A., and I'm leaving the studios there. The reason it's the Goldilocks zone, I walk by the guard desk, and this is my night nightly ritual. There's no other way for me to get to the to the Mallermobile other than walking right past the security guards. So it's it's very difficult, Danny, for me to convey what I have witnessed over the last few months. The sense of security, the sense of safeness, comfort that I get when I walk by that security desk. The people that are there to protect the building, to protect the people in the building from danger, from harm's way, uh, just outstanding. So 
the overnight security guard has a habit. It's kind of his thing here where at night, right when I'm, he must, he must time this right when I walk out of the building, this guy is sawing logs (laughs) and it's become a, a hobby of mine. So I started this as a gag. I've started taking photos, Danny, of the security guard, and it it really is like whale watching. You know, I'm not listen. I'm fat. I've always been fat. I'll always be fat. But you have to understand when you're fat, you know, some things just don't look particularly good. You know, some some things you're, you're not think. I'm going to send you a photo, Danny, and let's see which one I want to send you. There's a couple of different. <laughs> versions of the photo i want and, and i i don't send this to too many people there's a couple of, of people i know that host uh radio shows back east and it's kind of become our thing it's it's artistic i've been told that these photographs should be in a museum somewhere that they're that good that this is like uh an andy warhol painting uh like a uh, you know any great photographer who is the great photographer from back in the old days that used to take photos of people and and food, I forget the name of the photographer. I don't, uh, I don't recall. But it was, it was a long time ago. All right, I'll send you this one. This is the, the most recent one, and this is not the greatest work of art that we've had, but it kind of gives you an idea to kind of capture the moment here of what we're dealing with. And this is the uh, as I'm walking to my car, and uh, this is kind of a side angle. <laughs> oh, yeah. looks like a polar bear twisting in the night yeah he's uh he's really going for it and so he's getting paid to sleep and and, and good for him the the other one which i can't apparently find <laughs> the, the other one he's fully leaned back in his chair so the 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 belly is like right right up there i mean it's just it's just outstanding and so i have a whole collection of those photos and he's just in dreamland it, uh, it looks like an old john candy movie yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was paul paul or paul bart mall cop but this guy's like much bigger than you know, much bigger than that but uh yeah it was pretty pretty good so the other thing i've noticed too so when i show up there's a different security guard and i, I i've been getting there a couple hours before the show because uh it just logistically works out better i can kind of finish up i go into that old studio and it's completely quiet i'm away from everyone i'm quarantined i'm I'm on my own little island although people do come in there and harass me but anyway so i that's that's kind of everything so i get there and the guy that used to be the overnight security guard who i think you know danny the guy that was in the comic books oh yeah yeah of course yeah, and he'd make weird comments to you about your ring being some kind of you know superhero ring or something like that. And very nice guy. I like the guy. But this guy, see, the, the other security guard just sleeps while he's working. This guy actually takes his job seriously, right? So he follows the protocol and there's a hot yoga studio in the building we're in, the IR building. And so in the IR building, at random times people are getting out of the hot yoga. And if I get there early, the night yoga class, people are getting out. So I see the security guard, and he always says hello. He's very nice, and I say hello to him. And I'm usually in a hurry because I have to finish something up. So I see the security guard the other night, and he is 
uh, he's like a rancher shepherding cattle out of the parking garage. He, there's all these women that are that are there, kvitzing. They're they're uh, they're talking. They're schmoozing in the parking lot, and I'm like. I I went up to him. I said, "What are you? What are you? What are you doing? You're, you're going up to these people. You're you're uh, trying to get them to leave. What are you doing?" So he, you know what he told me? He said that he gets a lot of people who spend too long in the parking lot, and they the gym only validates for two hours. And he's like, "These women will be talking for half an hour in the parking lot, and they'll have to pay for their parking, and then they come and complain to him." So he's decided to be proactive, Danny. <laughs> And try to shoo the people out of the parking garage because I guess he gets in trouble if he has to validate. He's not supposed to validate the parking for them or whatever. They, you know, they, they charge so much for parking in that building. It's insane. And it's totally ironic because this dude won't shut up. If he corners you, he'll blab about something unimportant for a half hour himself. Oh, yeah. He, he will hold you down. And he will give all kinds of weird movie references and stuff. But he's like, he's really a good guy and all that. He's a nice guy. But you're right. There is no such thing as a short conversation. It does not exist. There is no such thing as a short conversation uh, with, with that uh, particular. He's one of those guys when you exit stage left and you try to make your escape, he's still talking. So you hear his voice trailing off. Yeah, and there's no good way to get out of that kind of conversation. I've tried. I've tried to be polite. I, I, I got to go. But you're right. He will still go. He will drone on and on. He's like the Energizer Bunny. He is. And and he, I don't think he walks around the building anymore. The rumor, I don't know. He didn't tell me this. The rumor I heard from somebody else is they actually asked the security guards not to walk around the building because they didn't want to get sued for harassing the homeless people. Oh, speaking of that, I forgot. As a caveat to the the whale who was sleeping there at the security post, so that night I took that photo, Danny, perfect, sums up the night completely. So I take the photo, I get in the Malamobile, I'm in the car, I'm leaving, I, I go out of the garage and make the right turn to leave, there's a security gate, and as I'm leaving the security gate, on the right-hand side, you've probably seen this a bunch of times, Danny, you know where the, there's kind of a, a cut-in and there's a security, like it's not even a security, it's a fire gate, fire door thing, fire escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I go cut, a little cut-up. So hand to God, I'm not lying here. So I saw the security guard sleeping. I get in the car. I'm going out. I click the, my my card key to get out of the parking garage. And as I'm pulling out of the garage and I see that little indentation, the fire escape, there's two chaps that are sitting in there. And I don't know exactly what they were doing, but one was holding what appeared to be a needle. Oh, no. Yes. Putting it towards his arm. I did not stay there to see the conclusion of that. I can only imagine what they were probably just giving each other flu shots. Oh, sure. Maybe it was the COVID vaccine. I don't know. But yes. So that was my image as I was leaving the garage. You've got to be joking. There's no. Oh, man. As my grandma would say, rest in peace. This country has gone to hell in a handbasket. Oh, my God. I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. I'm like. What are we doing here? And they they were as happy as to be. I mean, I, I was only I drove by them for like you know fifteen seconds, but from what I could see, 
They seemed very happy. They weren't bothered that I was driving by. I don't think they even noticed that I was there. I think they were in some kind of drunken or uh, probably not drunken, but some kind of enhanced state. Uh, and so they were, they were, they were really happy. Uh, and so that was my, my night the other night. What a night it was. What a night it was. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So we have to get scientific. Danny, are you ready to get scientific? Weird science. And that means Ohio Al. I don't think he has an intro for scientific. Oh, you got to get on that, Ohio Al. Bad job by you. Bad job by me. All right, let's get to scientific right now. In my head, everything has some kind of musical accompaniment. So just play along. Just play along. So this is a story that could have been in the Safari Kingdom, but of course it is not because we're not doing that this week. But scientists say that kangaroos, here's another story about kangaroos. Every week we've got a kangaroo story. Scientists are now claiming that kangaroos did not always hoppity hop. How about that? Wow. Honic animal of Australia, they think, at one point walked on two legs. Of course, this would be millions of years ago. Extinct kangaroo species related to those that are alive today, according to scientists that have researched their remains, most likely walked upright. Scientists reviewing the fossils of kangaroos, the the relatives of the modern kangaroo, this goes back 25 million years, they, they claim, and... They say they likely have. Does that mean at some point human beings could be like kangaroos? 
and hop and have that amazing energy? And why do you think the kangaroos started hopping? What's up with that? Was that a survival technique? Was that because they were trying to go quicker and have legs as strong as a kangaroo? Man, those things are are they just they just naturally must be like that, right? Do you ever fall into a rabbit hole where you watch kangaroos fighting on YouTube? The Aussie Muffin! Good day, mate! Some people like the kangaroos fighting with people, but the kangaroo-kangaroo battle, that's an even matchup. What Do they fight over... They must fight over women, right? Is that all animals fight over women? Is that why... I assume that's what they were boxing over. Yeah. It's like the rams you know, running into each other to try to... Trying to get on a loose football. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, here's good news. If you do not like rats, uh, this is big news, especially in uh, New York. More on that. I think we'll save that for Saturday's podcast. But catching rats. You get away from me. We are told it's about to get a lot easier. Scientists claim they have discovered a chemical that makes rodents less wary. The wily rodents, who are very good at evading capture, scientists found a pheromone, which they can't. They claim calms the rats. So I guess you you put the rats in a like a sleep state, and it calms them down, and it's much easier. So yeah. kind of like when you smoke out a beehive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the the, the rats are all high here, and. These compounds, when released from you know, the, the rats, it calms the, into the into the wild. It calms the rats. You know what they should do? They should close the New York City subway system, Danny, and for two days just pump the pheromones into the New York City subway system. That would be a solution to the wild vermin that are all over, all over New York. Rats would match all of the kids nowadays on their phones and devices, bunch of zombies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, the zombie apocalypse. I heard our friend uh, from the morning show, LeVar Arrington, was complaining as he coaches young football players. And he pretty much laid out that all young football players are essentially zombies at this point. That, you know, that the vast majority of them, because they just grew up watching YouTube or playing video games, and so they're just like in a zombie state, which is disappointing, but not not all that surprising. Put your damn phone down for a few minutes. Yeah. Are we sounding like our parents? I think, yeah, right? Isn't that? Get out <laughs> no, there. Play. Was, they told us, put your beeper away. Yeah. Get okay. Stop watching TV and get outside and live in the real world. Okay. Well, here's an interesting thing. Uh, it says that by the year 2100, I love these predictions on the future. This is a science story. They claim, based on what the, the evolution of home workers, they said experts have an idea of what home workers will look like by the year 2000. They claim that home people that work at home will have hunchbacks They'll have dark, swollen eyes, and their hands will be claw-like. By which year? 2100, so 70 years from now. Essentially, a little little more than that. Uh, This is done by the University of Leeds. 
And they said that because so many people have decided to not go back to work and they're working from home and all that, uh, that this is all going to happen. And I am calling bullshit on this one. I'm calling uh, bullshit on this, but uh, the the drawings are quite quite <laughs> scary of uh, what this would would look like. It shows a a woman sitting on her bed with a laptop. And she's got like a dog bowl and some snacks and a, a drink. And uh, yeah, not. I'm going to go no. I'm going to say that that's not going to happen. But what do I know? And what else do we have on scientific? How about this one? Uh, this is another good story. Along the same train of thought, here are 10 tech breakthroughs that are predicted. Yes, predicted to change our lives this century. This century. Do you see this? No, but flying automobiles better be on the list. People would need flying automobiles if they just stay at home and they become hunchbacks with swollen <laughs> eyes. They wouldn't need any of that. They'd be like, hey, I'm good. I don't I don't need anything here. I'm good to go. Knock me out. So these predictions are fun. I, I do, I would like to say the the prediction stories are even better when you go back into the archive and go back a hundred years from today or two hundred years, and when people predicted what the world would be like, it's great. But there's another story out. Uh, this is from a uh, consulting website, and they have issued all these things that they believe will be part of the world within a hundred years. They say that. People will wear AR contact lenses. And what what is that? Uh, it said you will no longer need a smartphone. You will use an, uh, an, an AR uh, technology, which is AI, uh, contact lenses to display the information that is on your phone today that you will just put these contact lenses in and your daily use, all your daily things, everything you need. You'll scan the internet. You'll have everything. And you'll all just use your eye. That's it. In my eyes. That doesn't sound comfortable at all. Well, then you're up shit creek without a paddle, Danny. I'm, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> if I have an iPad, people will be like, look at that dude. He's old school. Yeah, look at that. Look at that boomer. Look at that guy. Right, I'll have to change it up from boomer. Another prediction, they say, that AI will enable us to be telepathic. Yeah. Telepathic? Uh, yeah. According to a doctor at the Institute of Analytics, artificial intelligence will, artificial intelligence will enable machines to peer inside our minds and will make humans telepathic. That mind reading will no longer just be in science fiction that they they claim i don't i don't want that i don't want somebody reading my mind i do not do you want that who wants that does anyone want that well if what you're surfing on in your case bing through your eyeballs they'll now go into your brain and know what commercials to play in your eyes yeah it's just what i need that's just it's <laughs> just uh, well here's something that i do support they predict that within the next century that human beings will have an AI butler. 
That'd be good, right? A servant, an AI servant to help you prepare. It says it'll help you prepare meals, uh, help you with workouts, and put your work schedule together and all that stuff. How would a, how would AI help you make dinner? I guess step by step, the voice would walk you through a recipe. They say sometimes between twenty, sometime between twenty thirty and twenty fifty. Uh, we will see intelligent personal assistants that can solve complex tasks, uh, complex tasks. And uh, yeah, so I guess they wouldn't actually be able to make. Yeah, they just, as you said, Danny, they'd be advised. But don't we already have that? They'd be advising. We have we have YouTube. They advise us how to. And Alexa. But if you could choose the voice, I would want Gordon Ramsay while I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be good. I like that guy. Bam! You know, yeah. What's the guy? Merrill. Is that guy the guy? Merrill, the chef. You know. Bam! Oh yeah. Bam! Yeah. Uh, some other predictions: People will swallow digital pills to pre-diagnose illness. Don't they already have that? They can put a camera inside you, right? Can't they do that with some things? That's that's right out of the Matrix. The the prediction says that people would be able to swallow a digital pill within ingestible sensors and then they will be able to be pre-warned on possible medical conditions that could be coming up down the line crazy yeah well here's one right out of the terminator they say that people will replace body parts with robotics i don't know you think that's gonna happen i don't know about that say you die they can bring you back in the the part of your body that's wrecked, they just make that part robotic. So you'd be half man, half machine. Uh, they claim, they can claim whatever they want, right? It's a claim. They say that by the 2060s, so about 40 years, we will not. We just, just got to hang on then, Ben. We'll never die. There you go, man. We'll be good. We just got to yeah. find a way to make it another 40 years. They say we won't be just living longer, but we'll be in better health than ever before. But they also say the technology, the fields of robotics and human augmentation, that instead of the natural you know, aging and all that, uh, that'll all be eliminated. Okay. Thank God. Wonderful. Can't wait. Right, I think we'll leave it. There's a bunch of other things here, but I think those are some of the, the bigger ones. I love Piggy. And uh, that'll be the way to go. Although they did they did say Wall Street's going to be completely screwed here because AI will be able to predict the stocks going up. So ev if everyone knows which stocks are going to go up, wouldn't then that destroy Wall Street? If everyone knows, everyone has insider information? And boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we'll get out on that. It is Friday, Danny. Anything you would like to promote here on a glorious Friday in June, the 23rd day of the month here? Still working. You finished your on-air shift. That's right. I'm done, man. I'm going to go into the studios this afternoon for a fun Friday show with Covino and Rich, 2 to 4 p.m. on the West Coast, 5 to 7 p.m. in New York City. So check that out and 
Thank you for downloading this podcast. Hopefully you subscribe to all the other podcasts. Most importantly, the Ben Maller Show podcast for me. And Danny's on with Covino and Rich as well. And have a wonderful rest of your day. We have big podcast fun to come on Saturday and then the mailbag on Sunday. And we will catch you then. Later, skater. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.